ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Blake and Sal Show with Mark. Celebrating its 10-year anniversary, dominating the podcast world. Now sit back and relax, and let's welcome your host, Blake, Sal, and Mark! Show with Mark, episode number 467, and it's fucking hot out today. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is it so fucking hot today? <laughs> Some of that works outdoors. Wait, are we still are we still in July? No, it is June. It is summer okay. solstice. It is fucking hot. <laughs> well, today, today is the summer solstice. Oh my god, it's fucking hot out. Um, so let me bring on my co-host. First of all, the man behind this strange intro. Like sometimes I tell Sal I didn't intro for the show, and he throws something at me that it's so random. The last time with the Adam Lambert singing the Muffin Man. This time, <laughs> Sal was <laughs> on the biggest, the biggest heel in podcasting. Sal, Sal, what the hell is this opening? <laughs> um, so this whole trend of AI um, uh, uh, vocals have been coming out lately, and somebody decided to do an AI Mr. Crab singing Michael Jackson's Billy Jean. So there, <laughs> there you go. I mean, it doesn't really sound like Mr. Crab, but it's pretty close. It's so fucking random. It's <laughs> <laughs> but the funny part is, it took me two seconds to hide on YouTube. That was the funny part about it. It took me two seconds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the um, our other co-host, the man, the, myth, the legend, our wrestling historian, the man apparently whose mind is blown by this ridiculous song. Mark, Dad, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, and I didn't know they had karaoke and I ate the Krusty Krab. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, there you go. This, this is might be one of the stranger openings we've ever had on the show history, right here. This might just be the strangest one. We might have. <laughs> well, I, I say that because we've had. I'm going with that statement because I remember we had some really weird openings back in the old days, <laughs> back in the old days of the show. So okay, well, let me turn this off because I have to turn this off to bring on our um, special guest of the week. Let's do this because as I was joking about when we we're doing the show that we, we will hear in the future, um, having Mike issues. I guess with Mike. So let me do this. Alright, let's bring on from the Bat Minute of the Phantasm and Miami Minutes and other fun stuff. <laughs> the one, the only, John Parker. John, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm Batman. <laughs> 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 that was great. 
Hey, I want to see. I want to see Mr. Krabs sing that. Red. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 conversely, we could have Batman singing. Oh my god! Would you, well, okay. It's gotta be Kevin Conroy then, right? It's gotta be Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Let's do all the Batman. Oh, wait a minute, all wait a minute. In harmony. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, I want Adam West. Oh my god! <laughs> you can't have him either. No, it's AI. not AI! It's AI! <laughs> oh my well, god. Damn it all. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was too funny. <laughs> so... Yeah, let's actually get started on the show. As I, as I said, as I was, so I keep making, me and Sal keep making references to a show no one's hearing for like two weeks. I <laughs> we both made references to a show no one's hearing for two weeks. That we just recorded. So there you go. <laughs> the biggest faux pas. The, what would think as an MMX host, I would know this, but <laughs> I've, been done all, I've only done like one MMX show all year, so I can forget that sometimes. <laughs> and ironically, it was that minute. So there you go. <laughs> so what I've done this oh, year. There you go. It's oh, the beauty of recording things out of order, all um, over the place. All over the place, yeah, trust me. But I get to Clark's Minute last year, I remember that, because I had... I, I used to be the man at that. But I came to Clark's Minute back in the day. Like, I'd be doing stuff like, we completely out of order, and I made all sense of it back in the day. <laughs> You're out of practice. I really am. This whole year, I've been out of practice. All right, um, let's get started. Because we, we have a little bit... We don't have a lot of time today. So help support the show and find all the problems you can find the show and all the products we work on. Ah! TheBiggestHouse.com, Sal. Yeah, you can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, magic thumb drives, and more. Uh, from our T Public store, click on the T Public link on our website, or go to T Public and search for Bigatasha. Hey, did we get our Blake and Salsa marked uh, can cozies yet for the beer? <laughs> no, but that would actually be pretty cool. I'm not going to lie, that would be pretty I was cool. Say, that's actually a that could be a thing. I, I like that one. I like that. I'm stealing your ideas. For once, he actually, su- <laughs> actually suggested something decent for once. Different this job. People will actually buy it probably from you guys. <laughs> one, one out of 10,000. I, I got to hit one of them. It's not like when we were doing the live show in Jersey. And this is on video. And Sal doing the introduction. And he literally pulled the tea package from the, dr- <laughs> the shelf next to him at the live show in February. And he pulled it and put it in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it real. Oh, it was so damn That's funny. Right. It was very, very funny. So, all right. Um, let's go to break. You just got tea bags. <laughs> On that note, we're going to break. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, as always, go listen to. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to pick up Mandy's book. I know I am. Available right now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Arntap Publishing. Available in English and in Spanish. And by the way, if you're in the Wisconsin area and you see it in a library, please let me know so I can go find it and take a picture of it. Um, okay. go listen to the Nandine and Mandy show. I'm able on all podcast platforms as part of the biggest Hashua family. And John, why don't you get your plugs in, Joe? Yeah, sure, sure thing. Uh, I have multiple podcasts, chief of which is the Bat Minute podcast, where we talk about the Batman movies one minute at a time. So you can check that out, or you can find my other shows. I've got Hedvig Inch by Angry Inch and Miami Minutes. Uh, yeah, just give give them all a listen. You don't have to subscribe to my Patreon if you don't want to, but that'd be helpful. <laughs> I do, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, we don't have much here this week, but well, one little bit of note from this week in Lincoln Central history: from June seventeenth to June twenty third, um, June twenty first, twenty seventeen, we had Brianna Alessio, who was part, part of the well, the Disney movie podcast back at the time. The film podcast. Yeah. I don't know if the show was called. It's not a show anymore. But um actually the funny part is I did start a post from her this week that her kid turned four already. Oh my crazy. god. Crazy. Oh. Like, oh, like we literally watched her get married and now her kid's that, 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 <laughs> growing up already like jeez. <laughs> the top of the show. Like insane. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that is that. That's the only thing I got this week. It's a short week for that. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch John at the bottom of the screen. That was great. I I love I love John doing his Austin Powers dance in the background there. (laughs) No, you got to do a Wade run. He's down there doing Austin Powers. (laughs) I can't help it. I'm English. So funny. So funny. All right. And now, let's get into the crazy world of professional wrestling! Alright, for those listening, next week we're going to get more into WWE stuff because Money in the Bank is next week, and we'll get more into WWE stuff like the Bloodline Civil War and all that kind of stuff. We'll get into that next week. So just so everyone knows, this is going to be more of an AEW New Japan-centric episode. 
because of Forbidden Door. But before we get to that, I do want to tell one quick story. So during Monday Night Raw, if you ever want to see, we always joke, we all have the, one of those market up moments. Stal, big one for me, was when Sting debuted on AEW TV and no one saw that one coming. And he was losing yeah. his fucking mind. Me, it was in person when I didn't know Okada was in the building and I turned into a little child jumping up and down like a lunatic when Okada came out at the Panther Arena. <laughs> we all have our moments. We all have our moments. But so Monday, we're watching Raw and um, we open up the Seth Rollins getting beat up by Finn Balor and then we come back from the break and Miz is in the ring cutting a promo. And he's cutting a promo. All of a sudden, music hits and it's no one will survive. And there's a little bit of delay between our TV in the living room and dad in his room. A little bit of time for the delay. Like a one second, literally a one second delay. Like maybe a one second. One second. All of a sudden, I hear from this room, Oh my God, he's back! <laughs> Screaming from the other room for Tommaso Ciampa. I was like, oh my God. It was a great moment. But we don't get that very often from him, so that was a fantastic moment. <laughs> That's our guy, and I'm just so glad he came back. Oh my god, I, I, and that was the best reaction. We're two rooms away, and I hear him screaming from the top of his lungs. <laughs> two rooms away. Oh, that's cute. So I had to share that moment because it made me laugh really hard. I got Monday night, so I, I, I got a, I got her back. Our hometown guy. Yes, but yeah, it was a cool moment. That was a really cool moment on Monday. That's the fact that they brought back his old music, which I was so damn happy about. I did not like his now new music. Bring back DIY. I, I said that actually on Monday. I said that on Monday. <laughs> to say that. It'll be a matter of time and it'll happen. Oh, man. Um, so that was that. I just wanted to make sure I told that story here before I forgot. <laughs> All right, let's jump over to AW. So, did everybody watch Collision? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'm the only one of the four of us that watched the whole show live. I'm the only one. <laughs> Obviously, John watched, can't. John I, can't. I watched Punk's promo. Like, right, I got back from a wrestling show, and even though it's late here, I was like, you know what? It's just about to start. I'm gonna watch his promo live, and then I'll go to bed. Fair so enough. That Fair enough. You know, that's actually that's a big deal for you. Actually, that's a pretty big deal for you. You don't usually watch the shows yeah. live. So it's a big deal. And Sal was um. This is the problem with being a Saturday night show. This is the problem. You just said, John, you're at a wrestling show. Yeah. And, I, and this is the only, I think this Saturday, because this weekend's Forbidden Door, normally me and Mandy catch up on our shows on Sunday, but Forbidden Door's on Sunday, so we're going to catch up on our shows on Saturday. So, like, yeah. that's just how we are. Like, it's the kind of a thing. It's just how a lot of times goes out on Saturday nights with his boyfriend. Like, it's what it is. And Dad has date nights on Saturday night, too. Like, we all have things going on on Saturdays. This time slot is going to suck. For ratings yeah. like there's no way there's no way around it like it, everyone has things going on like i was this they just announced that wwe announced a um ple for october head to head with collision and guess what that's because that's saturday night ple's that's what they do now so like it's what it is so yeah. uh, it's weird i overall though i enjoyed the show i really enjoyed the show this week i i liked the fact that it felt different it felt yes. like they were bringing up new camera I tricks the set. the set was awesome the commentary team Having Kevin Kelly and Nigel together was a nice surprise. Um, overall, I thought it was a good show. Um, Sal, what do you think of the overall show before we even get to the big stuff? Um, so, JR was supposed to be there, and then he got that black eye, so he was not going. No, JR and... was there. He was oh. there. He was in the main event. He was there. You didn't hear him much, but he was there. <laughs> really? I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> he didn't well, I mean, much, because... He shouldn't have yeah. been there. Yeah, he lost his voice, yeah, I, and he was there, though. <laughs> did, um, did he he's fall not... off the venue? <laughs> no, he did not fall off the venue. <laughs> did he fall at the venue? No, I don't know. I actually don't know. I just know he a picture, put a picture up saying he fell down and he had a black eye. Um, I, I, I hate that I'm saying this, but I've said this before. He's not needed anymore. He was he was needed at the launch of the of, of the company. You know, you yeah. needed to have a few big names to draw people in. But yeah. now, AEW has established themselves. I don't think he's needed anymore on here. I mean, he's he should be like a backstage, behind-the-scenes kind of a guy now. Like, like, a, like a coach? Yeah, like a coach or a writer or a producer or something. But well, I don't think he's needed on air anymore. You know, I. I... I think you're you're right in that respect. And then when you have the new talent coming in, he can help them, like you know, get their promos down right and their timing right. and everything like that. You know, uh, and 
I think that would be beneficial because my thing is is having GR and commentary. And don't get me wrong, GR is a great commentator and he brings a lot to the table. It's just when you have Tony Schiavone, him, Excalibur, and Taz, I think the table's kind of crowded. Very. I, I'm never a big fan of three man commentary. I think they should stick to two and then occasionally a guest. Like I, 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 yeah. I personally like the idea of like if you did dynamite with like Excalibur and Taz, and occasionally like Shivani comes on once in a while, or like or like you have like Brian Danielson pop up once in a while or something like that, and then on Rampage it could be like um who is on the Rampage team? Is it like who Jr. and who else is on the Rampage team at this point? Um, uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah, he's on a lot. Probably I don't Sometimes, even know. Shivani and uh, maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe have Jr. and Shivani do Rampage. Have them do Rampage, and then you have the you collision go. team. Then you have the new collision team. Yep. Then everybody yep. has a job, sure. you know. Yeah. And then you have Renee doing yeah. the backstage stuff for Dynamite, yeah. you know. Yes. There you go. Maybe to solve the, to solve the entire announcing problem for any of you. I love. And here's a teaser for a future. The... Oh, sorry, go. Good. No, I was gonna say, here's a teaser for a future episode, and Dan Housen as your GM. <laughs> <laughs> That'll pay off in two. That joke will pay off in two weeks. <laughs> 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 you know, you got to talk to T- TK about that first. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that, that'll, that, John, trust me, that joke will pay off in two weeks. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I mean, it's great enough as it is. <laughs> but, uh, no, I really like Collision. I thought it was really fun. As you say, it was different, which is important, because obviously Dynamite's my favorite thing. Let's be honest. I'm biased. Fair enough. But if you're going to do another show... It's got to be different, or there's no point in it existing. Mm-hmm. Right, you've, it, you've already got Rampage, which is stretching things as it is. Oh Jesus Christ! So this had to feel different, and it did feel different. That it, was good. It felt I said that the minute it started. Uh, old school. I said it the minute yeah. it started too. It's like it, they had a different camera angles. They had the announce team at the at the ring, and then the set was beautiful, like, absolutely yeah. gorgeous set. And like it's and so they announced totally differently. You mentioned you know, mm-hmm. the different team. They they don't talk remotely the same as the other guys, and that's I agree because both styles are wonderful. Actually, I noticed it during the uh, I think they were running down matches for Dynamite and for Vindor and everything else, and they were taking their time. They're going back and forth. <laughs> there was no speed reading. It was so relaxed. <laughs> like it was so nice. It was so nice and relaxed. It was it was a nice change of pace. <laughs> and what doesn't hurt is having Punk do. The promo yeah. opening. Perfect timing. You will go there. Mm-hmm. You give Punk a mic and God knows what he's going to say or what he's going to talk See, about. I'm a little biased of being in Chicago for that first promo, obviously. I mean, he's in Chicago. It's the first show. He's going to cut it. Everyone's going to go crazy. Now, there's it, a conspiracy theory going around on Torch Audio. And I'll give this credit to uh, Mike McMahon over at The Torch, who does the All You'd After show. It's a live show they do on Monday nights. Um... He thinks that that promo, especially dropping the whole line about the um, counterfeit bucks line, that promo was a way of them starting the process of actually doing an elite F- CMFTR match in, like, November. I, I see Ooh. it. I totally see it. Like, starting the process. Do it slowly. Both teams, yeah. both both, got, both sides, they take little shots here and there, but it's not leading to anything major till after we get through all in and all out. I think that's right. I don't think that's So you don't want to rush it for all out? Yeah, well, uh, all, for all in? Well, all in, you don't need it. It's already almost all out. So November yeah, is always, and it's a perfect, make me a point. The November well, show, you said it yourself, we were at full gear last year. It wasn't sold out. You were there. Yeah. You were there. Like, that show is always a hard time selling out. It's on, it, um, so you throw that main event on that show in November? Yeah. That yeah, sells true. out that show. Okay. That sells oh. it out. Like, <laughs> And well, it keeps you say things the, feeling the... real, doesn't it? Like, because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, I don't know what's real anymore. And if if they just keep having little shots at each other every now and then, it's like, oh, they don't like each yeah. other. Secretly, they've probably made up to some degree. Exactly. Or if they have it, they will by then. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, would you say it wouldn't be too far-fetched for, say, the, the Young Bucks to, again, challenge FTR for the tag straps, that wouldn't shock them at all. For for the tag straps to change hands, I wouldn't. I'm surprised they haven't done that rematch. You know, they've only done that match twice. How have they only done that match twice? Like, <laughs> I don't know. 
It's crazy I'm to me. I'm just thinking long term. Like if you if you do that match six times in the first two years of AEW, well, I, mean, I agree. But it's just weird that they've only done that match twice. It's really strange yeah, to me. Yeah. Like, and it's not like the teams haven't been healthy. Like they've both been healthy teams. Like it's not like you know it's weird to me. That's all. So and besides, FCR is rarely ever in actual tag matches on Dynamite. They're rarely ever in tag actual tag matches <laughs> in really general. Well. But it, it was it was nice to see a lot of the people who we've been you know shouting out for like Miro even though it was a squash match it was just good like oh he's back there you go oh Miro. yeah it was also awesome I really really enjoyed that Andrade buddy match that oh, was that was yeah. a great that match was, that yeah. one was, I I think that stole the whole the whole show I agree like that was great except for Dasha mm-hmm. calling him Buddy Murphy instead of Buddy Matthews <laughs> that was the thing that happened um, and. So, it's okay because uh, Kevin Kelly could not say Andrade Alidolo. No, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, not. No, you're right. He slaughtered his name. Usually he's great at that. Usually Kevin <laughs> Kelly is great at that. Andrade Alidolo. Andrade Alidolo. 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 Yeah. It's hysterical because he can. He can. No. Here's the funny part about Kevin Kelly. He can name all those crazy, difficult Japanese names with no problem whatsoever. That he didn't even openly said. I don't know who this is, but I know how to pronounce his name. He can do that on New Japan on a weekly basis, but he messes up by drawing alone. I have no idea how that works. <laughs> I mean, and I've seen don't people you, criticize like, practicing for practicing the, the wrestlers' names before the cameras go on? Like, well, it's a thing. Like, he's a brilliant at it. I don't know how he messed that up. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> that went up. <laughs> Yeah, I liked right. that though. People made fun of him for it. I was like, that kind of added to the fun. But you know, don't make fun of him for it because it's and, worth and, making and, fun and of. It. I don't mind him making fun of that because that's worth making fun of. That's funny. That's at least funny. <laughs> and, there's, <laughs> and there's Nigel next to him going like this, going. <laughs> well, the problem is Nigel's never good at pronunciations. He usually lead on Kevin for that stuff. Like, so Nigel was no help. Nigel was absolutely no help on that it's like when I'll ever this because we did the show it's like when me Sal and um, Mike do the NHL awards and I can't pronounce names so Mike steps in to pronounce names for me that's what happened that's what happened with us but like oh my god the other way around now with these two normally it is yeah Kevin Kelly doing it they're gonna have to flip it exactly Um, are you saying that Kevin Kelly needs an interpreter or just like (laughs) practicing it before you go on the air because that that was funny as hell but uh, and the the other thing about that match is like what I liked about that match was it was different. It felt different, and then they broke out their, their they broke out their significant other finishing moves. Best <laughs> part, the figure eight. The figure eight. Yeah. When he broke out the figure eight, everyone went crazy. Like no what one saw it? that coming. <laughs> what was it that was that Kevin Kelly that said? And look, he's doing something not far from home, and all of a sudden he goes into the figure eight. Wait, well, yeah. well he did. He did call it the figure eight, so he did call it that, which I appreciated yeah. that. You know. Right. So he did call it the figure eight, which is what it is called. It's just very funny. You don't see that often. And the funny because of who they are, they can do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just because right. of who they are. Um, there was one, I, there was a sign in the crowd that was shouting at Dominic Mysterio, by the way, during that match. That <laughs> 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 me up too. Like, it was such random stuff going on. It, it, it was a way of paying homage to his uh, wonderful wife. Well, they're not married. Maria aren't married. That's, that's, I was trying to clarify that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Andrade. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Rhea, Well, he did break out. Um, Rhea's finisher there too. I didn't catch that, but I caught it. But like, overall, though, I thought like a great job on all levels. Good oh, show. Yeah. I. The only problem, and a lot of people brought this up, is there was no tease for next week. Oh yeah. That's strange. Yeah. To me, like there was no tease for next week. There was no hype for next week. There was no matches yeah, announced for next week. Yeah, so just kind of wondering about that. I'm wondering if they're that's their plan to be say, or, okay, well, you know, tune in next week and see what happens. Well, I think also, I think Rich fans had a perfect thing at his show. Is like the only thing he can say is, well, Forbidden Doors this week, and there's a lot going on, so don't go crazy with announcing a lot when you're also doing Forbidden Door hype. Yeah, but mm-hmm. again. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird to me. I, I think it's strange that they didn't do anything to promote for next week's show. Like, at all. Okay. But other than that, I just want to make sure we get into that because that is what's going to be going on Saturdays. But, like, I know that, by the way, here's the funny part is, Dad forgot Collision was on. And that's what we joked about earlier. Dad forgot it was on. He comes in the living room. He sees us watching wrestling. He's like, what is this? Oh, shit, Collision. <laughs> I forgot it was on. It's Saturday night. We usually watch PLEs yeah, or pay-per-views on Saturday night. Not an actual weekly show. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, you can see where the confusion is there, you know? Like, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up because it, it, it goes back to our point earlier that it's a really not a great time slot whatsoever, like, at oh. all. I mean, it does mean occasionally I might get to see it live, though. I might stay up for it because it's a Saturday. Good I point. might have been like again. I was at a wrestling show. If I was, if I didn't have a lot of drinks at the show, I could have stayed up. I Actually, but <laughs> before we get to forbidden doors, we have a little bit of time. What show do you read about this time? Because it feels like it's the second time you come on the show after you went to a wrestling show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the same company, uh, TNT, but it, it wasn't like a, a co-promotion with Effie or anything. It was just a you know one of their one of their shows. Uh, but it was amazing. Loved it. Wonderful time. I got to meet uh, the Irish wrestler Session Moth Martina, who I love, and she was the nicest person ever. <laughs> yeah, I get a random message from him. Here's me, Sasha Mark Martinez. And she licked me. That's. And then she said, Oh, sorry, sorry. Unless you like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Like, I, I got a random message on a Saturday, on, on like, Saturday night with that. I cracked up laughing at that. Like... <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, there was a death match. I got to see a death match for the first time with light tubes and everything. And I, I got a piece of the light tube as a souvenir. <laughs> Yay! Woohoo! That's awesome. And you all sent me that picture too. It was so confusing. Like, what are you holding? Who the hell are you holding in this picture? It was like the end piece. You know? <laughs> oh, it was very, very funny. Very, very funny. All right. Well, I just, I definitely wanted you to talk about that because, again, second time in a row, you come on the show right after you go to wrestling show. So I'm like, hey, why not? Bring it up. Here we go. Bring it up. <laughs> All right, um, let's get to Forbidden Door. So I will preface this like I always do when we do these recording sessions. We are doing this on Wednesday, before mm-hmm. Dynamite, before the Dynamite Go Home Show, the pay-per-view. Um, so the matches we have are either are been announced or will be announced or have been hinted to on television. <laughs> um, as per, like, just two matches that are not officially announced, but they're pretty much happening. Um, but I, I'm just saying that now, so we're hearing this on Friday, and you're like, why didn't they talk about this match? Or da 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 That's why, because we record on Wednesdays, because that's just how our schedules work. And if you know... Because if, we're in our mom's basement, and we don't know any better. Go back to last week's show for that reference. Um, <laughs> but because we... Hey, she's my tenant, and she's renting from me. Okay, let me just finish my my, my whole, whole preference here. Because, you know what? We all do have lives. And Sal also works on Thursdays, so it's impossible for us to do Thursday's recordings. Let <laughs> come and have John on as well. Like, we, we have reasons why we do it on Wednesdays. <laughs> so let's get into Forbidden Door. Um, what's interesting about this card, this might be the fastest preview ever. <laughs> because hey. there's not a lot of storyline. There's a bunch of cool matches. And that's about it. Um, <laughs> but nothing wrong with that. I'm looking forward to the show. They could literally just announce the two matches they announced. And that could have been it. I'd be happy. I would have been happy been ordering right. the show anyway. <laughs> You're right, though. There's not really a story. It came out of nowhere. I forgot it was happening until Dynamite, like, this past week. I was like, oh, yeah. Forbidden Door. Oh, <laughs> I, it, I had the wrong day on the calendar. I had it at the Saturday show at the Sunday show. I had the wrong day on my calendar until, like, Wednesday. <laughs> so, because I was like, why are they doing this up against Collision? Then I realized, no, it's on Sunday, not Saturday. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Oops. No, no, actually, the All In show was on Saturday. That's why I got confused. All In's on Saturday. Yeah, I think the matches Oops. speak for themselves. So you don't need any storyline. Well, we'll go through the actually, cards. Isn't, wouldn't All In be like in the afternoon? Yeah, it is. And then they it effectively is. run both shows? Yeah, exactly. It's just an interesting situation. Um, so let's go through the card. The, so the first two matches here are not officially announced, but they're a dropped hint. And if Aaron Cassidy dropping hint on a match, you know they're happening. It's one of those things. <laughs> it's one of those situations. Oh. Um, we have the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. It is Shibata defending against Danny Garcia. The rematch from was the last Ring of Honor pay-per-view, I think. I don't even remember when this had happened. I think it was a lot of pay-per-view. Yes. But I was stunned that Shibata actually won. And not only did he win, he dominated Garcia. Yes. Like, it was ridiculous domination for a Pure Girls match. Um, this might be the only real opportunity for me, outside of maybe one of the main events, to see an actual title change. Um, John, what do you think? My initial thought was that Shibata will retain, but I actually forgot that they they already did that last time. So maybe this is the chance for Garcia to to get the win over such a, a legend, you know, because that will really elevate him if he beats Shibata and gets the belt. Like, oh, amazing! Yeah, I was thinking the same thing yeah. with that. Like, Danny Garcia should win this match and get his belt back. I don't even know why they put the belt on Shibata to begin with. Like, I don't even know why they did that. 
No, it's a bit of an... I mean, I love him, but yeah, it was a strange move. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, I'm saying Garcia, I think. Well, judging how the heart next to his name on the run sheet here, Sal, I'm going to guess I know where you're <laughs> going with this one. <laughs> I love my DG. He has to no. win it back. And his fantastic dance moves, by the way. <laughs> Dad, go ahead. Dad, go ahead. Um, personally, I don't see a title change with this one. I really, really, don't. okay, fair enough. Problem, no problem. Um, I, I kind of, I, I think me, me want to draw it out for another, another match, and then. Have it like where they do it in LA, or even maybe do it in the UK. All in, yeah. That'd the next be, show is yeah, all in. Like, if you can remember, the next show is all in. So, yeah, that'd be better. Um, so next up, we have the AEW International Championship match, a match that if you a, a, a title belt that if you told me six months ago I would care more about this title than the TNT Championship, I would not believe you, but I do, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. It is the hardest working man on the AEW roster, Arch Cassidy, defending against Zack Sabre Jr., CSJ, who I am starting to come around on. I, I, everyone knows everyone knows history. I've never been a huge fan of CSJ. I never have been. And I, I'm not going to lie, joining his new faction and turning in more face, I'm actually starting to like him a little more. I'm not going to lie. That's, that's xenophobic. You're supposed to love him. Come on. He's I've never. <laughs> I've, 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 I've been consistent on the show that I've never been a fan of him. I've never have been. So... But um, OC and ZSJ. There you go. That's our match. John, go ahead. <laughs> I might be controversial here. I think uh, Zack Sabre Jr. wins the title Ooh. for a couple of reasons. Ooh. One, it would be a good sort of end to Cassidy's story. Each week he's more injured, more injured, more injured. Zack Sabre Jr. can take the title and make it international again by taking it abroad you know and things like that into other companies because cassidy doesn't really oh do yeah that. i forgot about that and we've got all in you've got to think about this mm-hmm. he could bring it to the uk fair enough fair I enough think that might happen i think they're going to finally do because again it, where's cassidy's story going of getting more hurt every week it's got to end at some point true and if you're, you're going to do it at least do it on one-on-one match don't do it in that weird yeah. battle royal thing we did in the live review. <laughs> no, see, that was exactly. And last time I said he's going to retain in that so he can drop it in a normal match. Here you go. And here we are. Here we are. Nice follow-up. I, I just don't see them taking the belt off of OC for someone who's not in their actual company. That's the only reason I don't see a title change. That's the only reason. It's because the is not actually on the roster. Um, this is the title to do it with, the internet. Remember when Pac was traveling with it? It could be like that. True. When it was the All-Atlantic, right? When it was, for some reason, All-Atlantic with a Japanese logo on it, which made no sense. Sal? I had a similar thought, and I was thinking that they have been building this injury storyline with Orange Cassidy. I have a feeling Zack Sabre Jr. is going to win. And then maybe a rematch at All In, and then Orange Cassidy maybe wins it back. Oh, that's an idea. That's an idea. Dad, what do you think? Well, I see Zack Sabre Jr. getting the title and bragging about it. But then you have someone like Sammy Guevara that basically challenges him for it. And then it's Sammy's turn to win a title and basically flaunts it in Jericho's face. The problem I'm having with ZSJ right now, if this is the old ZSJ and he was a heel and he was the asshole, like he was like literally before Wrestle Kingdom, I would totally say, yeah, 100%. But that's not ZSJ anymore. Like that's not this character anymore. So like, I don't know. But, but maybe in AEW it is. True. Very true. I don't know. I guess yeah. we'll, fi- we'll find out. I, I I like the idea either way. We all have, we, we took a match that isn't even making it official. We have like a better storyline than they probably have for this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to go a little out of order on my sheet here because of importance of matches. In my personal opinion, it should be the main event. So I'm going to go with the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match because it's so random. It is Sonata with just five guys. Taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry with Hook. This is so fucking random. This is so random. Like, I almost feel like they put this on the card so that New Japan, Nature of New Japan has a win on the show. Like, 
<laughs> I heard a rumor that Sonata was going to have a match against who they haven't said. But I just told know. you that it happened on Dynamite. No, no, they announced I mean, it on Dynamite. Right, but before. No, no. What my point was though, Dad, if you watch Dynamite, they told yep. you that he ushered an open challenge, and then Jungle Boy accepted it on the same show. <laughs> Like, literally, it happened on Wednesday. I don't pay attention most of the time, and I remember that. Yeah, because I reacted <laughs> I, to it. I reacted I, to I, it, texting I, you. I still don't... This this match just... It's random. Like I said, it's very random. <laughs> yeah. it, it, okay, if you want to say it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. It's it's an open challenge, and Jack Perry said, I want to win a title, so I'm accepting it. Whatever, Sonata retains. Are we all agreeing on that? Um... I agree with Hook turning heel again and attacking Jungle Boy. Funny part is there's a lot of people saying that Jungle Boy's gonna turn on Hook. Ooh. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I think that's possible. There's gotta be something like that going on because it's a strange choice, right? Unless Sonada requested it himself, I don't know, because it, it does feel like they've just gone, well, you know, New Japan need a win. Put, put an easy one in. Exactly. It's a weird one. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Jungle Boy, but going up for the IWGP be... World Heavyweight Championship? Then again, Sonata is the like... champion. You don't expect that. If you told me a year ago, during the last year, that Sonata would be the champion, I wouldn't believe you. So, like, <laughs> let's be honest here. Like, because we're Okada champion last year. Like, <laughs> they're, they're giving Jungle Boy a big push and after the four pillars match you know this is something that something to do you know if, <laughs> if, if you want him to go against nada that's great if you expect him to take the belt off that's another thing it's not gonna no. happen I, I i hope by the way they come out to the ridiculous over the top just five guys theme so that you so that sal and sal could hear the ridiculous just five guys theme <laughs> for no other reason i just wanted to hear this ridiculous is this is this the burger chain or? No, no, it's not the burger chain. This is the, this is the name of the team. <laughs> no joke. I, I love telling this story. The, I, on January 5th, they came out and during during um during New Year's Day, they said, we're just four guys. And then um I think at Dominion, they're like, Sonata joins the faction. They become just five guys. And then Sonata wins the title. Uh, <laughs> okay. I God, that's what happened. I love telling that story. It takes a lot of free time. Um. So moving on, let's go to the AEW World Championship match. It is MJF taking out Arosha Tanahashi. Second year in a row, Tanahashi is going for the AEW Championship at a Forbidden Door. And the second year in a row, that Tanahashi is losing the AEW Championship at Forbidden Door. <laughs> um, go around a minute. Go ahead. Anyone go first. Go. Um, um, go ahead. I, you know, I'm going to be the one that's going to go against the green, and I'm going to say, you know, Maybe Tanahashi's the one that takes the belt out of MJF, and at all in he got he tries to get it back. No way in hell that happens. There's no way that they're setting up Adam Cole and CM Punk both going out to MJF. The Tanahashi taking the belt off him. There's no way that's happening. <laughs> the problem is, I, you know, right? stranger things have happened. Like if MJF's title reign had been going on longer, there'd been more stories. You could make you could totally see. Any other situation, I'd be like, Tanahashi's going to finally, he's going to do it. And what a crazy move, what a crazy move. But MJF's story basically is still only just beginning. Yeah. You've got to stop it dead now. And again, you have multiple challengers going on right now. Like... <laughs> it's odd. It's a bit too, like the IWGP one, it feels a bit like, well, AEW need a big win. <laughs> MJF, MJF wouldn't be on the show if he wasn't going to win. I think that's what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll cheat to win, but he'll win. Tell, so, confirming what we're saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, but I do see uh, the 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 cliche referee getting knocked out. Yeah, and Tanahashi getting the you know what would have been a three count. Yeah, the visual pinfall. And then, yeah, and then MJF winding up winning after getting hit with the ring or whatever. Fair enough. Um, let's get to our main events. We have the rematch that everyone's been looking forward to since January fourth. It is the IWGP United States Championship. It is Kenny Omega, the cleaner, Kenny Omega. Picking on Will Ospreay. I'm taking a breath because that first match was fucking phenomenal. And I can't wait for this match so much. I can't wait for this. Um, John, go ahead. All right. Kenny Omega might be my favorite wrestler, but I see this being Will Ospreay. Especially because I think it was earlier today. Kenny Omega said, if Will Ospreay doesn't defeat me, I have no reason to go back to Japan. 
And I think like, Will Osprey beats him. Will Osprey gets the oh. belt, and then it sets up for in the future Omega could return. Um, which I, I love Osprey, but Kenny's my favorite, so it pains me to say this. Oh, <laughs> but, fair yeah, enough. I think he's losing it. <laughs> I, I I think Osprey's winning, and then we're gonna get a rematch at like All In, the third match in this calendar year. Mm. Like they end it, like they turn it into one match in Japan, one match in America, and one match in the UK. You did, you did one rivalry with one belt in three countries. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> um, Dad, go ahead. Um, I'm going to say Osprey gets a title, but there's a certain someone that steps in to kind of help him, and that would be Don Callis. Oh, Don Callis. Oh, that makes that actually does make sense. Don Callis and... Huh. Um, wow, why can't I think of his name right now? Uh... Um, 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 Kessa. Kessa, thank you. I wanted to, if the person, I, I, I like the guy too, and I blew blank on his name. No, but he changed his name briefly the other day for five seconds, didn't he? What did he call him? I don't remember. It was like, uh, it was the son of Don Callis, but in like Spanish. <laughs> I missed that. That's very funny. What? I totally missed like, that. El, That's very funny. Hijo del Don Callis. Oh, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. That was very funny. That was very funny. <laughs> Um, so sorry, you didn't go yet, Joe. Um, yeah, I, I think Will Osprey is going to get the victory, but I do like the idea of them having a rematch at All In. That'd be fun. Yeah, I don't think I've, I've ever done like something like that where it's literally the same title, three two guys in three different countries like that in the same year. Yes, in the same year. So like that's interesting. Yeah. And finally, the match that I think should be the main event of the show. I'm sorry, this should be the main event, and <laughs> it is. The American Dragon, Brian Danielson, and the Rainmaker, Kasuchika Okada. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> I can't believe I'd buy it. the pay per view just for that. I know. The minute they announced this, I'm like, we're doing it. We're actually doing this? We're actually doing this? Holy shit! I have a question. Go ahead. If they held off on this, and let's say next year they decided to do Forbidden Door at Three. the Wherever. Tokyo Dome. Ooh, that'd be intriguing. Do you think that that would sell out the Tokyo Dome? I believe it could. <laughs> this match is yeah. Gonna, this, I think this match is what sold out the show. <laughs> I think it was sold out in Toronto. This <laughs> It's the only sellout. Well, I mean, it's literally the only sellout. Of all the Canadian shows we're doing, this is the only sellout. And it was after this match was announced. <laughs> but my so Japanese audiences know Danielson in that way? That they would they do. Everyone knows Danielson. Everybody yeah. knows him. Everybody yeah. knows They reacted. Well, they announced this match. Um, what was it? Was it Dominion? Was it Dominion? They announced his match, and the crowd went crazy. Like the crowd went crazy when Danielson's face came up on that screen. Like everybody went nuts for this. It's the first time ever match, by the way. It's the first time they've ever fought each other. The first time I've ever doing this match. The fact that TK got this match is amazing to me. Like, (laughs) I I would say that this would be the match of the evening and probably the last match. That's why I'm saying main event. You got to put this in the main event. You have to. You have to. Um, The one other thing I will say, and and this probably will not happen, but I will mark the fuck out if it did. If for one night only, they paid for the rights to Final Countdown. Uh, And uh, had Brian come out the Final Countdown, I will lose my fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) So I've never seen a Final Countdown entrance. Dad knows what I'm talking about. Actually, matter of fact, I'll tell this story. We were watching an old Ring of Honor show in the Clean Days room last week, and we were watching the Final Countdown tour, the last show where Daniel Beginnis and Brian Danielson. And I have a friend I was in the building. I found out recently he was at that show at the, in New York. And um, they closed the show with Danielson cutting this big-ass speech because it was literally Nigel O'Brien's last night in Ring of Honor. And they were cutting – he cut this great promo. And then he looks at the back and tells – and I'm literally standing there because I watched the show a thousand – I watched it a lot. And I know this ending. And she did everything at the end of the show. And, um, and he goes, like, I want the music thing to play my favorite song. And I get all giddy because I love when the music hits. And TJ's like, why are you getting so excited? I'm like, just wait. And the music hits and the crowd start banging along with the song. He's like, oh, shit. And then he gets to the hook and he looks at me like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you do that in Canada, just do it one time. That candy crowd will go fucking insane. And it would be so much fun. <laughs> and I know it's an expensive I'd... song. Just do it once. <laughs> I'd love it. But I remember, didn't Tony Khan say, like, even to use it once or twice, it was super expensive? Exactly. It's, 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 I know it's an expensive song. Just do it one time. Just do it once. I mean, you know, I... how about... 
How about we get like Sean Mendez to cover it or something? Someone <laughs> Canadian. Oh my god. So or right. Celine Dion or something. Like somebody so Canadian. I mean oh, yeah. if you can get rights to the Kansas song, how you know Again though, I don't know. We don't know how the I, apparently the, this song is ridiculously expensive. Apparently it's ridiculously expensive. Which is why you don't hear the sporting events anymore. They don't play the sporting events anymore because it's too expensive. <laughs> but um I wonder why. I guess we should actually talk about the match itself. Um, Sal, I'll start with you. Who's winning this thing? Okada. Daniels and who's winning this thing? No one, so we get a rematch. Oh. <laughs> one hour draw in the main event of Forbidden Door. <laughs> that is my choice. Like bacon? Oh, one hour draw. There you go. John, you go. I was going to say Okada's going to win because, you know, Danielson's all about sort of putting people over now. But now I like this idea. Nobody wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to Okada to win this match because Danielson Danielson will be the guy who's like fuck it I'm going to beat me I don't care <laughs> I don't care about he winning just this. wants the match he's like you either care about winning this match he just wants the match <laughs> um, Ted go ahead um, I see Okada winning on disqualification because the rest of the Black the fun of it. <laughs> is going to interfere see I don't see that happening because I think Red Shoes is going to rough this match and he didn't disqualify anybody for anything, ever. <laughs> so, that's a well, good point. That doesn't happen too often. Red Shoes is in. Yeah, if Red Shoes <laughs> is a referee, then there's no good disqualification. That's not how Red Shoes does things. Like, <laughs> I do want to see the... I do want to hear the tweets, though, because last year, Forbidden Door, they did the... Um, during the, during all the matches, they did the um, time calls. The five-minute time calls during Forbidden Door last year. Mm-hmm. He, apparently, people in Chicago are very, very confused on why they're doing time calls every five minutes. That word oh, New Japan they were confused. So I want them to do it again. Well, really confused from Chicago, so. You're not wrong. You You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. So that is Forbidden Door. I'm really excited for this show. I'm actually more excited this year than last year. And last year, we were at the Go Home show for Forbidden Door. So that says a lot to me, you know? <laughs> Yeah, this this looks really good. And this, uh, is just, this is just an they have announced. I don't know what the hell they have up their sleeves between like oh, Wednesday and Wednesday and Saturday. <laughs> I did hear rumors, and this is pure rumors. Don't like this is nobody in the know. Go for it. I heard rumors that they were working behind the scenes to do some kind of a deal to bring in like uh, a couple of stardom wrestlers as well, well to do a women's match. Apparently, Mercedes was supposed to be at the show before she got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mercedes Monet. They can figure something out because there's there's no women on this card. Well, yeah, they'll announce matches. You know they will. Last year, the women match was like the last thing they announced last year. Like I expect them. I will. But they didn't announce Statlander and um and um the hell what's your name? Not Jade Carhill. The other um what the hell's her name? Valkyrie. Ty Valkyrie for oh, Dynamite. Valkyrie. For Dynamite, that could have been a show match on this card if they didn't announce it for Dynamite. You know, well, I'm just I'm just worried they're gonna go. Oh, Willow Nightingale can defend her title because it's from New Japan. It's like, well, that's not a forbidden door though, because she works there. Well, but if she defended against someone from AW, I I don't count that. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're right. I'm just <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like what they do. So it's nitpicking. The rest of the card's great. Yeah, yeah. Everything else is just extra at this point. Like I expect other things to happen. Like. All right. Well, that being said, we have a short, we have a shorter show than normal. I knew that was going to happen with a very short card. That's not a bad thing because mm-hmm. it's a very, it was a very short. It didn't have much to talk about, so I, I knew we were going to get out of here quickly. So let me get this up here. I had to go to a different screen here, and I'll hit this. Well, I bet you heard. So during the Tony Awards, Todd <laughs> doesn't watch Tony Awards. I watch Tony Awards. They. They had a performance on Shut. And I was going nuts about it, and Mandy was cringing on the couch <laughs> during his performance. So I sent, and when Zuda went on YouTube the next day, I sent Sal the link. <laughs> so Sal texted me back, and what did you say? Um, it's about time they represented corn in a positive manner or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Sal, what are we closing the show with? Because you said that. Um, a song about corn. <laughs> the song is called Corn. From Chuck. From a Broadway show called Shucks, which is when you take corn out of its covering. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. And by the way, for the record, this is a almost seven-minute song about corn. That's actually what the song is. Seven-minute song Amazing. about corn. From the, broad- the damn time. From the, Broadway- from the Tony Award-winning Broadway musical Shucks. <laughs> I mean, this is like a Forrest Gump reference where... 
You're gonna have buttered corn. No, no, trust me. Corn, I will. I will send you. I will send you the song. It is even more ridiculous than that. <laughs> I want to do a Broadway show about whiteout. <laughs> I have a seven and a half minute song about how fabulous whiteout is. So you're hearing this ridiculous song in the background. And the cool part about long intro, long outro is we have time to, to, to chat over it. So John, why don't you do your plug before I send to death? <laughs> yeah, sure. If you, if you want to hear more of me, you can find all my podcasts: Bat Minute, Miami Minutes, Hedvig Inch by Angry Inch. Just look them up. If you want to listen to the band I'm in with Pete Bentham and the Din Ladies, look, just look all these things up. They're on Spotify, YouTube, all of that crap. Um, Sal, <laughs> go ahead, do your thing. Yeah, for more information on our show, including where you can find us on social media or watch the show on YouTube, go to theblakesalto.com. Uh, and pretty please don't forget to make fun of us in the comment section on TikTok or leave a rating and review. And Dad, say your thing. Hey, as always, it's been your pleasure. And uh, if you happen to have a local independent wrestling organization where you live at, featuring any of these people, these are young men and women that are coming up in the world of sports, entertainment, professional wrestling. You'll be amazed on what these people can do, the promos they cut, the finishers, their gimmick, everything. All to try to get to that next level of getting into a major wrestling organization. Please go see these people, but do it safely. And hey, you know, let's just be nice. We only got one world. Let's not fuck it up totally. Yeah, it's very hard to take you seriously when I'm hearing this song in the background. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I believe it. See at all. Corn <laughs> glorious corn. Oh my God. I really have to send you this video. It's so <laughs> stupid. All right. Um, next week, we'll be back with um, Tom Stout for PW Torching Back. Come back next week to help us preview Money in the Bank, and we'll talk about the bloodline civil war and all that fun stuff. Um, <laughs> that being said, let me get out of here because I'm laughing my ass off. This is the background of my headphones right now. Um, I, I'm Blake. I'm Sal. I'm Mark. And you've been listening to the Blake and Sal show with Mark. Have a good day, everybody. See ya. Peace out. That almost didn't happen. <laughs> really hard to beat corn, hands or feet. No wrong way to eat corn. It's a resource that's always available. Bring it to a press! God! It's got the juice! Sweet, sweet, hands, feet, crooked, carbon, baby, crisp.